Welcome, everybody, to Understanding the Human Condition. I'm your host, Dr. James Flowers, and this is my lovely co-host, Robin Mooney. Oh, I said Robin Mooney. Mooney. We have two Robins at J. Flowers, <laughs> double B and single B. This is I'm my single. lovely co-host, Robin French, today. <laughs> Hi, Dr. Flowers. Hey, Robin. How are you? I'm good. Good. It's good to see you this morning. Good to see you, too. I'm glad you could join us. Absolutely. I'm super excited. We are joined by two-time, not one time, but two-time <laughs> yes. Olympic rowing champion David Banks and yep. the lovely uh, Teresa Strong, executive director of Bel Inizio. I said that correctly. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Really honored to have both of you here. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, for, thanks for having us. Today we're going to discuss a topic everyone can relate to, which is changing lives through fitness and nutrition. No. So um, I wanted to just ask, start out by asking you to tell us a little bit about Bellinizio. And um, you know, you're the founder, correct? I am the founder. Yes. Uh, Bellinizio means beautiful beginning in Italian. Uh-huh. And we work with women that are living in shelters or transitional housing to build their self-esteem and confidence through fitness and nutrition. So cool. Yeah. We train them over an eight-week time period, starting with just a quarter-mile walk or run, and at the end they complete a 5K race. And while our women grow in fitness and nutrition, our goal is to build their self-esteem and self-confidence, giving them tools that they can take forward into their future lives. That's so amazing. I love it. Where do where do these women come from that come stay with you? Well, we actually partner with agencies. Mm-hmm. So we go to the agencies to do the program. Got For it. example, we just finished the program at Angela House, mm. which is out by Hobby Airport. Wonderful agency. And we go to them twice a week Got it. for eight weeks to do the workout in their neighborhood. Yeah. That's oh, amazing. Okay. All right. And you have a video clip of a testimonial from one of your, you don't call them members, you call them Well, graduates? in this case, it's a, a woman is a graduate. Tiffany was our very first Bellinizio graduate to cross the finish line in 2010. Oh, that's amazing. Awesome, awesome. Adam, can you play that clip for us? Yes. Thank you. I heard it last night was... My name is Tiffany Newhouse. I am a native Texan and Houstonian. I'm a mom of two and an entrepreneur. When I first heard about the Bellinizio program, I thought it sounded interesting, um, like something to do, a way to get out. I'm a person who very much loves nature and being outdoors, so I was just interested to find out what it would be about. I had gone through a very long and difficult stretch in my life. Uh, For a number of years, I was very kind of dependent on alcohol and um, just unhealthy coping mechanisms. I'd gotten a DWI and um, was placed on probation. And part of what I was ordered to do was to go to Lavender House for 90 days. It was for recovery purposes. And Bellinizio, thank God for Bellinizio, you can, but, but it was a really bright light in that place. And I'll just say that it was something that I'm very grateful for to have had at that time. So when I started the program, uh, I thought, there's no way I can do this. I 
enjoy the idea of being physically fit. Um, putting in the work and doing the exercise is a whole nother thing. But I wanted to go along because it was something that was new and something that was interesting. And then it was definitely something that I would have to overcome, some things I would have to overcome in order to complete it. The training with Bellinizio, the best way that I can describe it uh, in this moment is that it was refreshing. Um, it was one of the first times in my life that I really experienced a support network, which may sound odd, but that's my reality. Um, having people there to cheer you on and say, you can do this. Um, and then not just saying it, but actually walking step-by-step step with you. So the training was a little bit daunting for me in the beginning because I wasn't in shape, but the support made it worthwhile. My first 5K race with Bellinizio was the Run for Recovery. It was amazing. I learned a lot about recovering and physically, uh, which can translate into other things uh, as far as recovery is concerned. Bellinizio planted a seed for me. And there are occurrences in our lives, they happen and, and maybe years later you, you draw from them and you pull from those life experiences to help you get through whatever it is that you're going through in that moment. So for me, Bellinizio was a really friendly reminder that I can do it. If I keep putting one foot in front of the other and I just keep moving, in the direction that I'm going that I'll get there. And on some days I don't get there as fast as I would like, but on others I get there before I know it. It was that way even with the race. Giving every woman a beautiful beginning, having that support system surrounding them, encouraging them to keep going, and just planting all of these little seeds of possibility and capability and um, I want to be a part of it for as long as I can. I cannot put into words how thoroughly fulfilling uh, in this short amount of time uh, that I've been able to volunteer, how meaningful it's been to me, and not just to me, but the other ladies, you know, um, being able to be there with them and I remember listening and hearing, you know, sometimes they'll say, oh, you know, I'm exhausted and this is going on and this is going on and, and having people there to say, oh, you know, you can do it. Just, you know, you can do it. You, no, no problem. No sweat. We're going to keep going. You know, you're going to do great. And, and just seeing that maybe not so excited moment change into a moment of, okay, let's go do it. I'm excited to see more. I can't wait. I hope that I can be a part of this organization for as long as it's here. And I hope that it, it's always here, that it remains in some capacity.
was an awesome video. Yeah. What's she doing now? Well, Tiffany just got a new job. We uh, showed that video at our Soul to Soul Fiesta last night, yes. which is our annual fundraising gala. It was amazing, by the way, wasn't Thank it, you. David? Yeah. 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 yeah, we Fact all sat at the same great. table. It was unbelievable. Thank you. Well done. And Tiffany was supposed to be there, but she couldn't make it because she just got a new job. Aww. So well, we missed her, but, but kudos. Congratulations, yeah. Tiffany. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. I'd love her. to hear... We need to do a podcast just about the success stories. Mm -hmm. I bet you have a million. Yeah, I have a million of them. That is so cool. Um, David, that's so cool. You were the guest speaker last night. Yeah. Right? The yeah, VIP was, speaker. Well, that. It's a great yeah. honor. Just an amazing organization. So, you know, just it's great just to be a part of it. How did you get involved? More. So I actually... Um, I work with, with uh, uh, Teresa's brother, Michael. Oh. So I'm in uh, the Bay Area is where I live, okay. in California, and uh, work with a construction company. Got so it. Michael works there. He's sort of been a little bit of a, a mentor to me. He's always nice. kind of looking up to him. And, um, yeah, we had done a screening of a film a friend of mine made. Um, it's, his name is Arshay Cooper. He, mm -hmm. and he made a film called The Most Beautiful Thing. It's a documentary. Oh, yeah. You may have seen it. You know, it's produced by Dwayne Wade and Grant Hill. And yeah. It's a big time folks. I have it's not been on seen Amazon it, but Prime. I've heard about it. It's really it, yeah. great. It's about his experiences growing up in uh, the west side of Chicago mm -hmm. and growing on an all-black high school rowing team. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we did sort of a screening and discussion at, at my company, and then Michael gave me a call a little bit later and started talking about Bellinizio, and uh, one thing led to the next. So that is so great. cool. Great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What was, uh, if you don't mind, what yeah. was your journey to the Olympics in two times? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess a long journey, right? Like everybody's got their own story. Yeah. Um, yeah, roundabout way. I mean, just kind of how things sort of happen, right? They kind of sometimes are unexpected mm -hmm. a little bit, you know. And um, I grew up not knowing anything about rowing. Mm -hmm. Didn't know like the water and do anything. Right. right. You know, I grew up playing basketball. That was my sport. Sure. And started running track a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I uh, originally grew up in the... You know, the Washington, D.C. area. Mm -hmm. um, so I got into Stanford University. Nice. Um, wasn't kind of good enough to get, you know, recruited for either of those. And so I kind of went out to school first week. Somebody stopped me. Hey, come try rowing, right? Yeah. Try this sport out. And, you know, I said, no idea what it was or yeah. why I should do it. And he said, oh, there's a free dinner there. Come to this come, meeting. Come <laughs> so, uh, That's all it took. Yeah. So, so, so I went and then kind of saw a couple little, little things. And one thing led to the next and said, okay, I'll try it for a week. You yeah. know, I'll try it for a month, you know, right. kind of. And, you know, kind of kept, kept going, right? And, that is so uh, Something cool. about it really kind of hit me, and um, yeah. yeah and you've never kind of left that area, huh? Or did you? Oh leave? no, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I've, I've moved. So, uh, so yeah, I went to school in the Bay Area, and then so the way rowing works, um, you know, the Olympics, you know, that's the mm -hmm. big thing in rowing. It's yeah. there's no real professional right. league, right? Um, so the and every four years, right? There's the Olympics. In between, though, there's a World Championships. So you're Got always it. training for something every year. Yeah. Sure. And Olympics is the big Super Bowl, so it kind of goes in yeah. these waves. Um, yeah. So there's a central training location, um, yeah. and at that time it was in New Jersey. So yeah. I finished school, packed up, and moved out to New Princeton, New Jersey. Yeah. And, uh, in between, we were all over. We were in San Diego for a little bit. Oklahoma yeah. City, actually. Did you? Um, if you don't mind, mm -hmm. uh, just talking a little bit about, you know, the title of our podcast, Understanding the Human Condition, mm -hmm. right? And mental health and sports. Um, how did you maintain your mental health with the stress of being an Olympian and trying to be an Olympian, yeah. right? To become yeah. that Olympian. No, it's a, it's a big thing. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it is a lot of sort of a mental game and even yeah. a mental grind, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's such a long process, mm -hmm. right? And you just have to teach yourself these little little yeah. tricks along the way, you know, through a little bit of trial and error. Absolutely. Um, you know, how do you really kind of almost compartmentalize, right? And, yeah. 
just keep your really your focus on sort of the here now what mm -hmm. you're doing you know never try to get too excited or too down right. just kind of keep stay the course mm -hmm. and sort of yeah. trust in the work right yeah. put in the work and hopefully good things will happen so it, you know you learn right and I've been fortunate to have some really great mentors along the way. You know, you hit some rough spots, and you know, a couple people came along and really helped me. Kind of yeah. Show me the professional side, sure. so that mental side. Okay, right. this is. Yep. And at the end of the day, is almost, you know, you try to get rid of that stress, and you just kind of say, you know, this is, this is, you know, this is great. You know, mm -hmm. you're young, you're fit, you're yeah. doing something amazing. Like it doesn't have to be this sort of negative Absolutely. kind of cloud. So that, that yeah. mental attitude, that positive attitude, can mm -hmm. can be, you know, so amazing. So. That's amazing. Good for you. Along the way. So you're a retired Olympian. Yeah, I guess I never officially retired. Yeah, I never officially <laughs> retired. Like, every now and then in the gym, like, I think I can make it. I think I still got it. How is it in the gym? Do you go row every day? Uh, I, I, I was a little bit. I would go to the you know the YMCA. They have a rowing machine in yeah. the, the back corner of the, right. of the, yeah. the gym. Um, and, you know, every now and then, you know, you're feeling good. But, uh, you know, it, it's dedication. You know, it, you know, yeah. you think you want it, but you, you got to really, yeah. really want it. You know, our Absolutely. coach would always say, uh, you know, everybody wants a gold medal, but right. nobody wants to work for it. Absolutely. Right? You know, he'd always throw these little sayings yeah, yeah. out. But it's true, you know, it's a it's a process, yeah. right? Um, and actually, when I was thinking of um, continuing or retiring or, or not yep. not going, you know, a really good friend of mine said, you know, you, you can't do it just for the goal, right? Mm -hmm. You got to really, you can't just go back for the gold medal. Right. You, know? you got to enjoy that process, enjoy the yeah. all of it to get the love it. of the, the love. You know, you really yeah. have to do. And, and I realized, you know, there's some other yeah. things in life that, yep. you know, that I wanted to do. So. Yeah. That is so cool. Or even coaching. Have you thought about yeah, no, coaching I've, I've and being someone it. else's mentor? Yeah, and kind of I've enjoyed it. it. You know, a lot ah, of things yeah. in the sport, I'm trying to still stick around a little bit. And, and um, yeah, I've done a little bit of coaching, and it's, it's been pretty fun. So maybe down Good. the line there would be, you know, there'd maybe one shape or form. But, again, even that, yeah. right? You want to be a serious coach, you got to dedicate yourself to. So, you know, maybe there's maybe on a junior level, youth level that something would work. But, um, yeah, who knows? We'll, we'll see. Exactly. We'll see. Yeah. Very cool. Robin wanted me to ask you a question, and I'm not sure why, but it yeah. says, "It says, why do you row backwards?" Yeah, rowers row backwards. But I'm going to ask the question. Like, I don't why? Know, I don't know if why? I know that answer either. Uh, <laughs> I asked him in the car on the yeah. way yeah, over here. Yeah, He's yeah. like, "I guess I, I don't it's know. a really good question." Yeah. That's you know, so I mean, funny. The rowing stroke, yeah. you know, it's all in your legs, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not canoe, which actually, just, you know, you yeah. sit forward and use your arms. Rowing, you use your legs, and so I guess somebody said, "How do I use my legs in a boat to go?" forward they're right. like well i guess the only way is like push against something and you ah, go the opposite okay. direction yeah is that i guess i could think about? Yeah, that's yeah. a really good question yeah. going backwards yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. it's all it's all your yeah. legs you know that's one thing you know, i didn't know and then i got in it because that's yeah. where the motion starts you know right. your legs yeah. are the strongest muscle in your body and so yeah that's what it's about but um that's really a really cool. good question speed wise yeah, yeah. Well, what kind of speed do you get up to too um probably around 15, 16 miles an hour, maybe a little more, something like that. Yeah. Fast enough to pull a water skier. Done That's that before. Oh, have you you have? Yeah. I guess that was my old <laughs> my old claim to fame, actually. There's that a, is so you know cool. that show Mythbusters? Yeah. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. Were you on that? Yeah, yeah, actually. I love it. That's what people used to, they used to say, hey, I saw you, you know, yeah. it's on, on Mythbusters. <laughs> it was actually based in the Bay Area, yeah. right? And, uh, in school, they said, hey, can we do this? And coach set it up, and we, there's an uh, episode way, way back, and we, <laughs> pull the water skier the guy you know the guy you know the I'm gonna have to I YouTube it yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. still out there it's it's a it's gotta it's be fun. Yeah. yeah that was it's, a it's great show I loved watching yeah. that show yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so that was oh, that was people would always stop me they're like oh, really? I know you yeah. You're in the Mythbusters like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you pulled <laughs> a skier yeah yeah <laughs> but uh so yeah they come you know they get some speed that is so cool yeah. what's oh I'm sorry 
What's the girl to boy ratio in rowing? We, I'm, I'm curious about yeah, that. I mean, it's 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 more neutral. You know, there's a big movement in the Olympic movement to make you know all the sports more gender neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a while, there were more men's events and women's events. And I think this last one, they got rid of a few and they added a women's event. Mm-hmm. And I think it may be close to almost equal. I can't think off the Great. top of my head, yeah. but. Um, you know, traditionally, you know, the women, I can't remember the first Olympics, I should know that, maybe in the 70s when uh, women first were in the Olympics. And at, well, at one point, it was only 1,000 meters, and then, you know, I don't wow. know why, right? Yeah. But then now it's 2,000 meters is sure. all the race lengths. Yeah. But actually, you know, in the in the States, there, there are more opportunities for young women, you know, young girls to get scholarships to college. Well, that's um, good to know. Yeah. Due to um, pretty much Title IX opportunities, right? So you take all these football schools yeah. that have all these scholarships, and you got to you have to match them. And so mm-hmm. a rowing team is, you know, 30, 40, you know, young women. So you, wow. you can have all these scholarships. And all these big... You know, traditionally you'll see like football schools have a rowing team, Alabama, Ohio State, yeah. and Texas. Even. Right. So there's tons of opportunities actually for young That's women. That's great. I did there. not know yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your passion, one of your passions, is also creating more diversity mm-hmm. in rowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a sport that's lacking, you know, in diversity and mm-hmm. uh, for various reasons, you know, whether it's sort of access or opportunity, yeah. you know. And I saw that when I was competing and. Um, yeah, it's always been trying to work towards that. Now I yeah. guess I have a little more time to um, right. to focus on that. So, yeah. so you know, trying to do that in, in certain areas. There's lots of people around the country doing some some really yeah. great work. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I've got there's a network of people out there, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of people are talking. Actually, one of the things that happened, you know, this last year, all the um, sort of black coaches and rowers in the country guy kind of got together and mm-hmm. almost kind of therapy in a way it was yeah. last year and, and you we were kind of amazed to see how many of us were actually out there right in the world and so this is networks now that are great there's lots of energy at the youth level of youth rowers yeah. of color and people are getting connected i think that's a big part of it you know is yeah. being connected kind of we talked about last night you know yeah. you really feel like you have a community right yeah. it gives you a little bit more more strength Absolutely. right to do it when you know there's others yeah. out there yeah with you it's not just not just out there on your own that is so So, cool yeah yeah. do you still keep in touch with your uh olympic team that you went to row with yeah 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 yeah, a little bit you know um so i was in a four in beijing in 2008 and eight in 2012 so that four we were kind of a tight close-knit group Mm -hmm. so we we stay in touch a lot and then i still keep in touch with a fair number of the guys in the the bigger boats and and then across the years other people you guys and train with men and women you kind of still kind of keeping in touch yeah. here or there you know life happens but um of course yeah, it's funny yeah. i was actually in my apartment i was just walking down this our little complex in oakland and um i see this tall guy this must have been two months ago walking mm-hmm. towards me and you know how you just know somebody's yeah. walking like uh-huh. that's that's big steve you know oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. like, what, what are you doing, doing here? They're, you know pick uh what's it called uh Adopting the cat or something yeah. random like that. Like, I hadn't yeah. seen him since 2012. That like, is you know, so it's just funny. We're both kind of in the same area. But, oh, that's uh, cool. It's funny. Yeah, he's trying to keep in touch. And, yeah, and, and, that's great. And, uh, Good. That's how we're doing. But. So back to Bellinizio. How was the event last night? Mm. It was excellent. Yeah. We of course had a great speaker. Yeah. Represented a graduate well. Yeah. But we have so much community support yeah Yeah. there's so many Mm -hmm. people that that love our mission and are 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 willing to donate auction items and sometimes even buy their own auction items back again you know they bought (laughs) tables and they showed up it was it was very successful that is so cool Mm -hmm. well we would love to be more involved in it what were some of your tell us some i always love the auction items at these events oh yeah 
Oh, well, we had some very beautiful jewelry. Wow. Uh, we only had one man's bracelet, but we have some beautiful women's earrings. Yeah. Um, I got outbid on everything uh. really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, have a, we had a wonderful um, sponsor, uh, Scout and Cellar oh, yeah. of Varietals, and they donated an entire wine pool. Oh, wow. So That's they cool. donated 70 bottles of wine that people would buy and so pull nice. and yeah. oh those went like that yeah of course so, oh yeah. It's a, that was a really good That's item so cool Can't do you know you. what you've raised yet i don't know yeah. the money's still coming in but good. we think it's going to match 2019 mm-hmm. of course to 2020 we yeah. we didn't have a live event but we'll probably uh gross fifty thousand dollars that's wow. great and that boy that's just yeah. numbers of women crossing the finish line and getting them their shirts and their mm-hmm. tennis shoes and their race entries and their fresh Absolutely. fruit after every workout and yeah. graduations, good. everything. How much so does it cost to sponsor one, just one of your It women? takes easily $1,000 to get a woman across the finish line. Yeah. So that's yeah. uh, from beginning to end, the eight weeks, right? The said? eight weeks, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Okay. And so yearly, I mean, what, what, what's your goal? Uh, we have a goal of graduating 100 women every wow. single year. Yeah. And amazing. so far you've graduated 853. Yeah. Very good. That's yep. great. I In, love uh, that. It's our 11th year of business. How did uh, COVID affect you guys last year? And then also how did it affect negatively affect you with your fundraising efforts? Well, uh, it affected us negatively mm-hmm. fundraising since we could not do in-person mm-hmm. events. Yeah. We usually mm-hmm. do the Fiesta and we do a 5K. Yeah. And we couldn't do either of those in person, yeah. although we did do a silent auction. Uh, a lot of people stepped up yeah. uh, to the plate. But thank goodness for PPP. Yeah. We were blessed to get PPP. Oh, so good. that oh, helped God. minimize the gap. Mm-hmm. We changed our entire program as soon as COVID hit to being a remote program. Mm -hmm. So we set up websites, we did Zoom training, we made workbooks, we had text programs. And we were still able to graduate as many women in 2020 as we do normally. That's great. It is great. You know, the personal relationship's not there, but they they still got an awful lot out. Yes. How did you, was this your concept? It was my concept. Yeah. Tell us about that. Uh, quite a while ago now, I was working at a venture capital company, and I was married mm-hmm. and had a house in the suburbs and a dog, and, yeah. and things were going exactly the way they were supposed to in my life. Yeah. And Tom, my husband, was diagnosed with brain cancer, mm-hmm. and he died uh and he died. And then two months later, the company I was working for went bankrupt oh, and went out of business. And then I always add truthfully that then my dog ran away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on. Like, no. yeah, it it's like, like a, a country, country western song. song. <laughs> exactly. I always think, man, if only I had a truck then, yeah, you know, exactly. right? Yeah. Uh, I did my best to pull myself together. And I always yeah. thought I was the kind of person that, you know, give me what you got world mm-hmm. I can take it yeah right and I couldn't yeah mm-hmm. uh, so I started walking and then I started running mm-hmm. to just try and set a daily goal and achieve it yeah and volunteering at homeless shelters at night mm-hmm. try and get out of my own head mm-hmm. and put together the idea that if achieving these little goals along the way 
was making such a difference to my self-esteem, yeah. which was by all accounts still quite blessed and healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a difference it could make to others. Yeah. Uh, I started the idea of a program and met with some men at Open Door Mission mm-hmm. that were doing a running program to see you know, how it would feel and you know, could I generalize this to my own program. <laughs> And I show up there at five in the morning and I'm, you know, the only woman and it's in the dark and it's safe. Mm -hmm. But these guys have been in recovery like 20 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, are we all ready to go? And they're like, yes. And they're gone. And they're like, they did their half mile like in minutes. Mm -hmm. And at the end, they're like, come on, Miss Teresa, you can do it. You can do it. Like, okay, this is how it's supposed to work, (laughs) right? I'm supposed to be encouraging you. Um, So I decided that coaching 20-year-old athletic men was not my forte. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And started looking for women's organizations to work with. Uh, We came up with the name Bellinizio, Beautiful Mm, Beginning. Started working with Volunteers of America, Mm -hmm. where Tiffany was. Got our nonprofit status and did that job and another Mm full-time job for four years. And then in 2014, Bellinizio was able to hire me. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. That's a great story. Yeah. That is Thank such you. an amazing story. Yeah, yeah, we're so happy for you. Thank you. What kind of events do you have coming up that we can help yeah. you promote? Oh, we have our Giving Thanks 5K, 10K, and Kids 1K yep. <laughs> coming up on November 20th in Sugarland Memorial Park. Oh, wonderful. Uh, it's called the Giving Thanks because, of course, the whole theme of it is being thankful for what we have. And 100% of the profits go back into, of course, our programs. Yep. It's open to the whole community and our graduates and our current clients. That's so mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and that's uh, Sugarland, November 20th. Yes, yeah. uh, the Saturday before Thanksgiving. And so it's a 5K and a 1K. And a 10K. Oh, and a 10K. Great. All right. Start training is now. That, is that part <laughs> of the training series, by the way, for the Houston Marathon? Do a lot of the people training for marathon come? Uh, we do have a lot of marathon runners show yeah. up. I'm very active in Fort Bend Fit. Yep. And they're a wow. great supporter oh, yeah. of our race. I was a member of Houston Fit for many, 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 many oh, years. Oh, it's a good yeah. organization. It's a great organization to be involved with, especially training for anything and running, but a 5K, a 10K, a marathon, a half marathon. Yeah. Yeah. How And so what can we do to support you now? Do you need volunteers? What do you need for your next event? When our... Uh, next program starts with our women which will be our dress for success team and our santa maria team we will definitely need volunteers and we post that opportunity on our website Uh we don't have those dates set up we'd love to have runners volunteers sponsors for our 5k that Mm -hmm. always helps us move the ball forward yeah Uh, and prayers boy we love prayers absolutely yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. that's so amazing how do people reach you They can reach us through our Mm -hmm. website, which is bell-anizio.org. And and spell Anizio for everybody. (laughs) I-N-I-Z-I-O. Z-I-O. Perfect. Perfect. And David, if they want to contact you? Um, I'm not... Don't have much of a social media presence. Your email? Or what are you willing to give out? Anything? Yeah, you can email me (laughs) at any time. Um, Yeah, it's... uh, it's David B. Banks at Gmail. If you ever 
if you want to email you me. Probably but probably uh, get a bunch of yeah, women right. emailing yeah. you. Know? Inspiration. How do I? How do I become a? How do I go to Stanford and become an Olympian? Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. Everyone has a. You know, There's a book there, I think. Maybe. For yeah. sure. Perhaps. You know. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got their journey, right? Yeah. But, uh, Congratulations yeah. on all of your successes in life. And, oh, yeah. And, um, thank uh, you. I've had a lot of help along the way, right? Yeah. And um, it really does take everybody. So. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Good. Thank you, thank you yeah. guys so much thank for being you. here today. Robin, thank you. Thanks for having us. And Adam, thank you for doing this on a Friday. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming in for us. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Flowers, if they want to reach you, how do they reach you? Uh, sure. I think the best way to do it is jflowershealth.com. Excellent. Yeah. I want to remind everyone watching or listening to us that we're on numerous platforms to find our podcasts. Uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Please share this episode on social media or with someone you think it would help. And we want to remind you that the most uh, clear diagnosis is the key to the most effective treatment possible. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thank you. you. Thanks Thanks very much. Please join us every week for a new episode of Understanding the Human Condition with Dr. James Flowers. Dr. Flowers and his most admired mentors, respected colleagues, and VIP guests will share valuable insight into underlying health causes, conditions, and issues. These in-depth yet approachable episodes are a great resource for both private individuals and industry professionals. Our esteemed host, Dr. James Flowers, is one of the most recognized and respected names in the field of chronic pain, mental health, and substance use disorders, both nationally and internationally. Dr. Flowers is the founder of J. Flowers Health Institute, located in Houston, Texas. For more information about J. Flowers Health Institute and its concierge services, go to jflowershealth.com or dial 713-783-6655. And be sure to mention this podcast.